You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Savage Speaks. I'm your host, Joshua Michael Greenberg, and I am here with, let's, let's just say, the greatest pro wrestler of all time, Sabu. And we are here with a very special guest, Dirty Ron McDonald. Welcome to the stream. Hey, what's cracking, man? Hey, uh, you know, happy to be out here in Vegas for sure. So you guys are at the Nerd Bar right now? Yeah, the VIP room. Oh, we're, sweet. We're in the champagne room. We're waiting for the dancers and the uh, extracurricular ladies to show up. They got to find babysitters first. <laughs> you know, uh, the, the first shift of la- the ladies, uh, they just, just left. We're waiting for the second shift to jump up in here, you know. Excellent. Well, we got some VIPs in the chat. We have Top Shelf Wrestling Finds is in the house. Sarah Snow is in the house. Brandon Woodward. Uh, Twitchy Mets. Lots and lots of great people in the chat. So, Dirty Ron, when did you first meet Sabu? Shit. Um, you know, well... I guess my first exposure to Sabu was uh, ECW Heat Wave 98, you know? Um, and then, like, there was seeing that in the stage that I was at, I was like 14 years old, or so, 14, 15. I saw that and it was like mind blowing because I'm used to WWF, WCW sort of stuff. And him and uh, Rob tag team against uh, Hayabusa, Jinsei Shinzake, was fucking amazing. And I think right after that, I started throwing people through tables and all that. Um, and then uh, I started booking shows in the Midwest, you know, through a uh, mutual friend, Pee Wee Moore, got to book Sabu and, you know, okay. fed her ups don't and downs. Don't go there. Don't go, go Pee Wee. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing because they say work hard until your heroes are your peers. And, you know, it's, just, it's, it's awesome uh, to be able to work with Sabu a number of times over the years. Let me tell you a story. He he booked me one time in St. Louis. Okay. Don't let him leave. Lock the door. <laughs> he booked me one time in St. Louis, and I said, "Send me a deposit, and I'll be right there." I was driving down with three other guys, five other guys. One of them was seven foot, so he had to drive. But I was already on the road, and he didn't send me a deposit. So I kept saying, "Send me a deposit, or I'm not coming." But I was coming. I, I got there. Uh, I wrestled, and then he goes, tomorrow I'll meet you such and such place. We'll do an autograph signing, this, that, the other thing. So I go there. He's nowhere to be found. They never heard of this motherfucker. <laughs> so then he calls. I call him, and he goes, no, no, meet me at this other place. We're doing an autograph signing there. So I go to this other place. He's nowhere to be found. They don't know who the fuck he is, Sasso. So I followed him around for three days, okay? Finally, I gave up and went home. I spent $3,000, gave him went home. Five or ten years later, about ten years ago, he booked me on a show in San Diego. I couldn't rec- reckon. I didn't recognize him. W- when I did, Melissa said, "Get the money first before you throw him off the balcony." I said, "Okay." So I pushed him over by the balcony. I go, "I know who you are now." <laughs> Ooh. He goes, "No." He goes, "No." Pee Wee did it. I go, "Who? Pee Wee? What's that got to do with it?" My referee. I said, "It's taking everything I have in me not to throw you off this fucking balcony." I said, "But you better pay me," and he did. And then, but we became friends after that. But before that, it wasn't so fun. There, there was, there was a, a mis- it was that's that's no miscommunication. So, so he fucked me. <laughs> he fucked me. 
Um, I, I, made, I made mistakes in my younger uh, promoted days. <laughs> that was definitely one of them. Fuck. Um, and we drove from Michigan to St. Louis. I think it's 11 hours or 9 hours. It was, one guy was 7 foot, so he had to drive. That was, that was, that was, clo- that was close to the story. Oh, my God. I, no, I, that I was exactly. Were, I think what, what I was upset about was originally you would ask me to book a flight, a flight, and then I canceled the flight because you guys were going to drive with all the other guys. And that was... Where I I, I I was out like five hundred bucks for the flight or something like that. But so what? No, I was, I was bringing five other guys yeah. for that five hundred. You were losing on that flight, and I wasn't going to charge you for the money to drive down there. I just wanted to deposit on what you were going to pay me. But I left. I was already on the road anyways. There's, anyways, there's varying details. Take everything I have in my power to kill him now. We did. <laughs> we did square it up though. Yeah, it's it's good now. But, it's squash uh, beef. I think we had a lot of fun that night. And that's the the tag match that, that you had brought up earlier. But uh, that, was a, that was a beginning of a fun weekend. It could have gone really sour for me. But, you know, uh, Sabu's a professional. So am I. We squared it up and got it t- t- taken care of. We're friends now, though, that's but it right. uh, wasn't for a little while. Yeah. All right, that's a great <laughs> segue. Anyway. Let's, let's watch that match. So this is a, uh, for a promotion. Is this a promotion that you book for that when you guys tag? No, the, the match is, is the San Diego match, right? The San, yeah, the, the match is the San Diego match. Uh, you know, we tag team against uh, a couple guys that, that were like, I want to wrestle Sabu. So I was like, all right, you know, because they, you know, they came set up the ring or whatever. Um, uh, in St. Louis, he booked me against some guy who wanted to get a concussion. Oh, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. he wouldn't block none of my punches or nothing and wanted me to kill him. And I didn't kill him, and he was disappointed. Captain Perverto. But, but he, got, he got killed by the crowd later. They beat the fuck out of him. He's a, this guy was in one of these bands, like, you know, some G.G. Allen shit, where they beat the shit out of each other and fuck each other Re- up. Really beat the shit out yeah, of each other. Yeah, legit beat the shit out of each other. And, um, yeah, and he was like, put me in a match against Sabu. As his band was playing at intermission. I go, I'm, I'm not going to kill you because I can do it without killing you. And right. he goes, no, go ahead and kill me. And I go, <laughs> I don't want to kill you. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, like, you know, Sabu brings such a, uh, the most copied wrestler in the history of wrestling, without a doubt. You know that. I think she is most copied. But anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> most imitated. Most imitated. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. So we'll Anyways, watch. yeah, let's, let's check out that match first. Fozzy five thousand. Thank you for the tier one subscription. Christopher, welcome to the stream. And let's check out this match. Oh, we are going to see the tag. Right. So who are these two guys? That they're Max McManus and Vlad Tempin. Uh, Vlad the the Vlad guy, uh, Vlad the Impaler, Vlad the Imitator. Um, he was uh, he trained locally. He's a juggalo. Uh, He's nobody. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was, he was a you know, guy in San Diego, but he, he you know he came and he set up the ring a lot for us. He was like, oh, I would love to have a match against Sabu. So you know, like it, running a couple shows a month down there in San Diego, you know, like it kind of got a piece of the people. That right there is my sexy valet, Scarlet Checkers. She's a contortionist. Um, so she can bend her body all over the place. Uh, she was my wacky Wendy. So we had Dirty Ron McDonald and Wacky Wendy. This is the promotion that puts the Coke on the top row, right? And the guy snorts it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, they have to use real Coke, you know. <laughs> Some people thought it was. Uh, it's not. I don't know. Maybe sometimes it is. It depends. 
Yeah. Hey, it might be a gathering together. Probably, together. probably fentanyl. Yeah. Oh, so what's the you name of this promotion? I'm doing it. What's this promotion called? Fist Combat. Oh, it's not Fist Combat. Fist Combat. Okay, Fisting. Yeah. Closer, yeah, close. <laughs> it's an acronym saying for Fighting Independent Stars Today, but nobody cares about that. Because they're like, oh, we like the fist. Now, is this me and you against two guys? Because yeah. I can't see nobody yeah. really. Uh, can we make this bigger? Oh, look at this. Yeah, if you click on the screen, if you keep clicking on it, it'll eventually just be the match. Nope. You don't need to see me. Yeah, that's better. It's like it's There it is. Perfect. Yeah, so this place, Joel and Joe's, it shut down uh, out of nowhere uh, about a year after this because there was like a bunch of uh, bikers that were stabbing people at that bar it's like a pool it's a pool hall and we used to run there twice on thursdays twice a month on thursdays so i tell you what this, this, is, this is legit um we were drawing like 100 or so uh and up until this and then we drew like 350 people for this show everybody loves that we down in uh san diego so this is june 21st 2018 when what 2000 what 2018 five years ago okay. yeah you know like oh, i've always that? I've always loved running wrestling shows in different type of venues. This was a pool hall. We ran a pool hall downtown. I used to run in a yeah, uh, strip it club. A, it had a balcony and shit. Yeah, the balcony was cool. Uh, I ran in a strip club. We called it Boobies and Body Slams. So, you know, like, I always love running unconventional venues. I got a venue right now. It's a vintage store out in San Diego. So, you know, like, I'm, I love running unconventional venues for wrestling. You know, here we are at the Nerd. In, uh, in Las Vegas, they do wrestling here. It's like a cool-ass arcade and shit like that. So, you know. They even have practice every Wednesday here. Is that right? Oh, yeah, I saw the ring back there. It's tight. Fozzy5000, thank you for the five tier one subs. Thank you. for yeah, That supports the stream greatly. Thank you very much. Uh, actually, so I, I, I do I remember another story. Um, I was booking these uh, weed festivals. In like uh, in between San Diego and uh, in Las Vegas, right? And um, so it was like um, four or five thousand, four or five hundred vendors or whatever. You know, they're like selling their 10, weed 000, and everything. 20, people. Yeah, 10, 20,000 people like Bone Thugs and Army played. Really cool. And like I booked, I booked Sabu to come out because like you know like it, it was it was free to get in. So like I wanted to get the biggest crowd you know that we could. And like for wrestling, for, for, for wrestling at the, at the weed festival, and Sabu was like, uh, "Find me a table, find me a table." And I got, I was busy, and so I was like, "Sabu, there's a million tables, just grab whatever table." And I remember, like, you jumped once, the table didn't break. Jumped twice, the table didn't break. Like you came and cussed me out for the table. Like you're like, "Oh, you motherfucker!" Something. I said, "You knew I was coming." Yeah, you were yeah. not ready for me. <laughs> for sure, like, for give sure. Give me a table that. I didn't have a table ready. You knew I was coming. But like, I, I was like, I was like doing a bunch of stuff. I think I was trying to go around and get samples. Yeah, that's important. That's no, important. I, I agree. I, agree. I totally yeah, took the blame off for the table it. Three times. And uh, it was just one of those tables. It was like, nope, I'm not breaking. And Sabu was like, came back, called me a motherfucker, I think. And uh, I called you more than that, but oh, you did. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that. I'm glad you do remember that though, because because here here it is I was one of my one of my heroes here that I booked this thing 
And then fucking, oh, there was the atomic fucking fart there. Uh, one of my heroes, I booked for this thing, and like, I, was, I felt bad because the table didn't break. And here he was calling me a motherfucker, and I was like, man, like, I'm getting cussed out by my, my, my friend and my hero, and like, man, it, but I, we did all get paid very well that day, I do remember that. And I'm glad I had already paid him before that, because I was like, he's not going to talk to him anymore today. I'm not going to talk to him anymore today. And then it's at a weed festival. I said, give me some weed. He gives me a roach. <laughs> a blood roach. Thought it was a black guy or something. It's so, a blood roach. That's the only weed I had for that day. This spot that I did here, I tied the guy up in, in, uh, with a little leg maneuver. And then when the referee's not looking, I pull out a bag of cocaine, which I think I'm doing right here. And I'm Nick Cage and might think that cocaine's real. Boom. Cocaine to the face. <laughs> And now I'm doing it in the nose. You know, I got to get powered up somehow. We're all hulking up. <laughs> How about your mother? My mother was a professional wrestler. Oh, really? Oh, she was also a rat. My mother was a rat. My mother was a rat. I used to date her. <laughs> Who knows how many, how many she used to date? But, like, she, uh, she did some, like, uh, you know, hanging around, getting some guys from the pot. She like that in St. Louis. Wrestling the Chase days. Oh, from St. Louis? I from thought St. Louis. From St. Louis. No, 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 no. St. Louis. That's where I'm originally from. Oh, it is? I didn't know that. And my mom had, like, less than 50 matches, I you know. I out there. Some mud shows. <laughs> <laughs> What's a mud show? Um, like, no, like, what, what you know, the shows I run, so. Oh. Like, little indie shows. What, those are called mud shows? Yeah, I guess Jim Cornette calls them mud shows. I've never heard of that. They used to run in the mud. Like, in the actual mud. I never heard of that. from, like, 70s, 80s. See, and, like, so these crowds that I would book shows where people, like, get drunk and yell at the wrestlers. In fact, on these posters, I put, get drunk and heckle. Because, you know, it's so much more fun when you just come and enjoy the spectacle of what wrestling is. Like, what kind of wrestling do you like, Greenberg? I like, Sabu's my favorite wrestler of all time. So Sabu's number one. Uh, modern day, I, I like, I think Kenny Omega's really good. I like that kind of stuff. Uh, I like Masawa. Uh, that's, that's kind of my wheelhouse, but Sabu's my, my number one guy. Well, as you can see here, you know, the, the people are real close to the action. We don't have guardrails or anything like that. So, like, this was my favorite venue ever. Because um, they had the balcony. We just had it all dialed in. And um, they shut down fucking out, out of nowhere. I love that place. But I do find it's this extremely entertaining. It reminded me of all those old ECW venues. Sabu's moving around. You're moving around good in this match. Yeah, I was. Uh, I wasn't hurting that bad there. I don't, my back wasn't broken, of course. But that was after my hip was fixed and uh, before my back broke. Yeah, you were like just fresh on the new hip right, right around there, huh? You know, I like putting on shows, and I, like, I have the most fun in shows. The people there just enjoy themselves have a good time. Definitely. Not whining about stuff. Oh, I don't like this guy because he makes me feel like this, or, you know, whatever. 
and we cancel the cancer culture. True. We had to deal with some of that when Sabu was in, uh, we got Sabu on AEW. We had to deal a little bit with that, but all is good. Oh yeah, it was out here like Memorial Weekend, yeah? That's what's up. I, I remember this match being shorter, but I guess we, you know, we gave him, uh, we gave him some stuff. So you two had a, a show that was gonna air, right? Getting high with Sabu or something along those lines. Oh yeah. I have eight episodes of those. I'm just blues. Wait, wait, waiting to put them out. Yeah, where are you gonna put them out? I, I think I'm ready. I think it's time. It's uh, Melissa on there also. Melissa's on the first four episodes. Yep. She was that in all of them? No, no, she was there for the first taping. Those were a lot of fun. At the end of every episode, Sabu pie faced me with a chair. <laughs> Which was his favorite part. You know, I had to put that. That was part of the agreement. He's like, as long as I get to hit you with something, I'll do it. You can't run away. Right, you can't run away. So he locked the door, hit me with a chair. And then, like, I don't know, he wanted to do, like, five takes each episode. I, he didn't feel it was perfect for the first four. And I'm not sure if the fifth one was always the best one, but we had to do at least five each gotcha. episode. Yeah, maybe a Patreon or a YouTube page. Those would be awesome. I don't know. Do you know anything about those? No. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have done that already. I thought the guy who was helping you put it together knew about it. He did, he runs his own network, uh, Pigs Pigs Radio. We also have a connection with Premier Streaming Network. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Streaming as well. Oh, yeah. Pull out her tits here. Hell, yeah. She was totally down with this. It was her idea. She's like, how about I pull out my tits? I was like, this is great. <laughs> this is great. I mean, she's, she's such a she's such a sexy woman. Straight up. Scarlet Checkers, look her up. She does all the torsional stuff. Oh, it's false little pin. I mean, the finish was when you double uh, camel clutches. It was one of my favorite pictures of all time. Motherfucker would didn't sell my kick. Twitchy Met says, I don't think anyone's complaining about her choice of distraction. <laughs> <laughs> is that your wife, me? What's that? The girl, is that your wife? No, no. No, I did not like what she was by. Hey, <laughs> 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 bring out this sexy redhead as your rally. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, it's, it's work, babe. It was, you know, like, it's... Sometimes, you know, when you get, like, when I introduced her to wrestling, you know, like, she wasn't involved in wrestling at all for this. <clears throat> you know, we're uh, very respectful. She's a, she's a very, very uh, entertaining entertainer. Hot tag. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. We have to see that one again. Holy <laughs> shit. There we go. Boom. Big hot tag. Wait a second. Yo, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he watched slow motion to torture. <laughs> he had his hands and went right into his head. Hit him again. Hit him again. Oh, Hit him with that big pop. Oh. Boom. Wrong side of the chair. Who cares? Right in the face. Eat that pie. 
Oh, you think you're getting back up on Sabu? Hell no, motherfucker. We can cuss on this, right? Yeah. And here we're giving them all what they came to see. See, I was much more prepared on this day with a table. Yeah. I was actually going to break. See, if I didn't settle up with you that day, maybe we'd be throwing me off the balcony to a table that wouldn't have broken. That would have been even worse. Bam! Radiant face buster. To the back of the head. To the back of the fucking dome. Oh, you oh, get the assist from Sabu. Oh, Look at that alley-oop right there. That's an alley-oop. Bam. The clutches. Call of the night. 1-0 is a tag team. Watch out, Legion of Doom. <laughs> Excellent. 1-0 is a tag team right there. So, I don't know who's out there now. Young Bucks, whoever's out there. If you want to test yourself against a real tag team, check it out right here. Dirty Ryan Sabu. The challenge, the gauntlet has been laid. Sabu and Dirty Ron versus the Young Bucks. Sabu, you would, you would come out of retirement for that money. Oh yeah. And some Young Bucks money. <laughs> look out! Look out! Who are the best tag teams on the planet these days? The Usos. Usos. We got you taken care of. You ain't got the bloodline. The FTR. This over here. Sabu and Dirty Ron versus FTR. That'd be a, a classic. You know what that bloodline really means? What that it means they hate each other. <laughs> they don't like each other. It's a, it's a great storyline they got popping these days. <laughs> Wonder if they're gonna have to rely on the Rock. The Rock don't like him either. No. But yeah, that's it. Check out our uh, YouTube page at Fist Combat TV. I just got my own at Dirty Ron McDonald. Got some comedy stuff out there. That's what I'm out here in Vegas doing comedy. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's just not very funny. Where are you, yeah, no, where are you doing funny. comedy out in Vegas right now? Uh, I do a lot of bar shows. So you know, tonight I'm at this place called 18 Bin out here in Vegas. Tomorrow I got uh, Rick's Rolling Smoke Barbecue on Las Vegas Boulevard and Chanka's Cantina, uh, 10:30 at night. I'm out uh, at OIO right by uh, MGM Grand here on Thursday before I go to the backyard out in Henderson Thursday night. So. And mini coke. <laughs> What's that? Mini coke. Yeah. Uh, well, everybody I know that buys coke out here gets fucking okie doke. That's the shit. I still don't have a coke guy. No. <laughs> there you have it. The, the the clip coming out of tonight is Sabu does not have a coke guy in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for coke guy. <laughs> Looking for coke guy. Reasonable prices. Reasonable prices. <laughs> Twitter is uh, the real Sabu ECW. Please get your best prices ready. So, aside from the comedy, Ron, uh, where else are you working, wrestling-wise? I work for um, XPW. I run my own shows out in San Diego. I bounce twice a week. You know, I forgot. Hold on. Yeah, when I got an XPW award last year, he hit me in the head with a chair. For oh, that's right. Yeah, you got a lifetime achievement award. I was pissed because the chair was plastic. Yeah, well, you know, um, again, me working with Sabu, I usually fuck a lot of shit up. Fucking idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> fucking asshole. Straight up. Uh, using plastic, plastic chair. chair. <laughs> that's all they had. Um, and back uh, before that, had a steel chair. Wait, so what's the difference between you, the plastic chair and a steel chair for us? Who, who plastic are chair is plastic 
and it hurts. A steel chair looks like it hurts, and it don't hurt as much. It don't hurt as much, and it's got it's got a great sound to it. Gotcha. You know, there's a lot with these weapons in wrestling. You know, like like some of the deathmatch shit. Like I, I ain't 100 down with it because like it's it, there's no Too purpose weak. to it. Too weak. Yeah, you know, and like and, and people overdo it. But like you know, when you when you use it and use it right, you know, it, it can really t- help tell a story. You know, um, on those uh, the podcasts that I did with Sabu that have yet to been released. Yeah, I think you said like you you hate a lot of the current deathmatch wrestling because gratuitous violence is it's too much. All right, let's talk about you know? that real quick. What, what did you think of the, uh, the the needle through the guy's foreskin? Did you see that clip? It was him. What did it? Wait, that no, wasn't you, was it? Um, originally, body wanted me to do that to him, and I said absolutely fucking not. Um, it's gross. <laughs> I'm gonna grab the guy's dick. That's just, that's, that's where I'm at with it. I'd grab his balls first. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Wait, that's you, another, that you, if, you, if you're looking for shock value, <laughs> if you're looking for shock value, I mean, like XBW is doing that shit. You know, I but that, that's that beyond shock value. That's gross. That's not shock value. That, that's um, um, that's 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 gross. You know, it's a uh, lewd. Okay. Rob Black made his, his millions doing, doing piss and shit videos. Oh, I know, I know, I know that. So, but, but what do you but expect? Still. This is going down. You uh, only stabbing people in the dick with a needle. Uh, I, I, you couldn't pay me enough to, to be there yeah. to, to watch it and let alone participate. No, there's no way I'd participate. You know, he did it. Even, um, if, uh, if, even if it didn't hurt him, it had nothing to do with that. It's the infection and, and the grossness of it. You know. It a, yeah, you know, there, there there is a line, and I mean, like that's why I. I said no to it originally, you know, like, I was like, I was like, eh, you know, I, I wanted to watch it because I thought it'd be entertaining, but there is a line, you know, and, and here's the thing. I didn't what, want to watch it. I couldn't watch it. How, how many new and different things can people do? Um, you know, it's kind of reached, it's, 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 it's reached the end, you know, like, like, all right, well, let's shuffle back to things the Things don't have to be new, don't have to be new, just better now. Make it better than the last one. Yeah. It don't have to be new. For sure. I, I, I agree. It, you know, it was uh, it was interesting. Got people talking, you know. <laughs> and this day and age, you know, it, that's what everybody's kind of looking for is ways to get people talking. So you know, I don't want to totally shit on the idea because I like the guy. I like the body, but uh, that's my dude. Who's the body? The body, the guy that did it. Oh. The little little twinkie kid. I thought you liked his dick. No, 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 no I don't like his dick. Dirty Ryan, no, your, num- your number one fan is in the chat. It says Dirty uh, Ron XPW. There you go, Dirty Ron, number one fan. Needle in the dick spot. I don't know what he wrote. I That's his joke. brother. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> my brother oh. doesn't talk to me. It's, it's my cousin, probably. <laughs> it's, my, it's my mom. That's your my mom. mom's in that. So did you have Maybe. an announcement uh, about XPW? What's that? Did you have an announcement about XPW? I do. Um, so um, XPW is going to be bringing some theater brutality shows. Uh, out to San Diego on Saturday, September 9th, uh, to the Chicago area on Friday, October 20th and 21st, doubleheader in Chicago. And then on uh, Friday, November the 3rd, XPW's Theater Brutality going to be in Detroit. So Theater Brutality is uh, XPW's no-ring brand. We're going to have some bands playing. We're going to have some no-ring death matches. In Detroit? Um, in Detroit, in Chicago, and San Diego coming up. Tell them they should bring me in for the Detroit one. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna see if you want to come in for San Diego too. 
No. Fuck San Diego. Detroit, though, for sure. Um, but yeah, you know, theater brutality. XBW's, uh, we got our thing out in uh, LA. We got a new uh, venue we'll be announcing here soon for our cool. next LA show. And we're out in Jersey. We got Florida coming up on uh, Saturday, September 16th. Really? Yep. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're getting out to be doing like two, three shows a month now. You know, XPW, it's a, it's a different kind of brand, you know, like we try to be like the, the major leagues of the deathmatch stuff, but also mixed in with that, we got some great, you know, wrestlers, you know, in there. Uh, we've had TJ Perkins on the shows. We've got Juventud Guerrero on the shows. You know, we got a nice mix of, of violence, um, top tier violence. You know, there's not these little tweaky wrestlers that you see on, uh, on some of the other, you know, B-level deathmatch shows. You know, we got the biggest, we got the best, Schlack, Masada, Necro Butcher. I mean, there, there's no bigger names in American deathmatch wrestling than those three right there currently. And um, and that's what XPW brings. Hard-hitting, big, meaty men slapping meat. And uh, the best women wrestlers on the planet. Cool. Tessa Blanchard, uh, Lou Dark. You know, um, we got some, some great wrestlers out there. Lizzie Snow's been on a bunch of shows. Sage Sin, who goes as Becky Hate now. She's an incredible wrestler as well as deathmatch wrestlers. What's that? They're sissies. What what tougher women are out there in in the scene these days? Oh, you know we got we got the Brian Cage is a tougher woman. Well, they they you know you said it now me. I'm a bitch. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you know, uh, XPW's got a little bit something different to offer. You know, we push the line. We fucking we uh, (laughs) we get people talking. You know and. Hey, what isn't better than working up some internet fucking dorks, you know? Uh, what about, speaking of no ring, what about a guy like uh, Casanova Valentine? Is he partaking in that? Or I no? mean, he, he's the guy out there doing it, you know? Um, I got a tour of the... How this all ended up working out is um, I booked myself a tour for comedy and wrestling out to the Midwest and East Coast this fall. And uh, I had some hookups with some venues and some bands, and I hit up Rob Black, and I was like, Rob... Um, what would you think of me branding these shows as theater brutalities? You know, I already got these venues booked. I got the bands booked. I got some of the talent booked. What's up? You know, and uh, so we're moving forward with it. We're going to test out these uh, four shows coming up, and then hopefully it's going to be a brand that you're going to see once a month. Sweet. You know, um, but I'll be doing commentary. I'm, uh, you know, doing some of the booking on this, uh, the majority of it, and uh, they're going to be airing live uh, on streamxpw.com. So everybody that's got that monthly membership, that's going to be part of your monthly membership there. I'm not sure if it's 5 or $10 for the monthly membership, but it includes all the old stuff from XPW, all the old XPW TVs, pay-per-views, Sabu on that shit, you know, New Jack throwing Vic Grimes off a fucking uh, scaffold, you know, all that's on there. Speaking of old no. XPW Sabu, we're going to watch one of your matches, you versus Terry Funk in XPW. Let's check that out. I don't think I like that match, but uh, the match before us, that's not me, is it? I guess it is. The match before us had thumbtacks in it, and we didn't know that until after we got in the ring, so Terry Funk got mad. Oh, snap. What band was Rob Lazy in? What? Rob Lazy, your... your Manager, what? Oh, Josh, Josh Lazy. Josh Lazy, he, he was right. Danzig. Danzig. Gotcha. He bass for him. But he was never like really in the band. They used him for two tours, I think, you know. And he wasn't like, uh, 
I won the member. He wasn't like a member, but he, he went on two tours with him. What was his last one? Yep, LA Sports Arena. Dirty Ron, number one fan, really taking over the chat, saying I look like Screech, right? <laughs> Screech from Saved by the Bell. That was a great comment. Um, rest, rest in peace, Dustin Diamond. LA Sports Arena, yep. Actually, this was the biggest house uh, they ever had. I think it was 3,000 people. It was in the Olympia in uh, Los Angeles. Was that a thumb or a middle finger? I know Rob loves thumbs. There's a finger, a thumb and the middle finger split. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing, moral of that story is don't fuck with a man's wife. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. You don't have to respect nobody, none of that, but stay away from his fucking wife. I, uh, funny story about that. So, like, you know, you know, we, you know we were uh, doing shows like every other month last year. And um, I saw Schlack make a comment on uh, one of Cat Martini's pictures. And I screenshot it and circled it and I sent it to him. And I go, yeah, I'm trying you to better pick, watch your thumbs. I was trying to pick up the thumbtacks, get him out of the ring. Oh. He got mad. Maybe that's the worst. Hey, so, did you wrestled matches with like the pit with the thumbtacks, right? Like the little fucking like kiddie pool type of thing. Do you think that that was, that was better than the way that they do it, where they just throw them on the fucking mat? Well, um, you do that on the last match. You don't do it on the middle of a card right. match because uh, if they sweep them off, they put it. They'll, they'll sweep them off. They'll stick to the mat. Then when they go outside the ring, they put them under the ring. And then when we get our tables or chairs, yeah. they all come back out. Oh yeah. And they're stuck all over our boots, and we don't have a thumbtack match. When we're getting paid for that extra credit, you know. Oh yeah, I see you now picking up the thumbtack. I never noticed that before. See, he's mad as hell, and uh, I'm mad, but not as mad as him. I'm trying to keep him in the match. Actually, there's an XPW um, thing outside the ring. We knocked it down and uh, broke some computers before they had computers, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Is this why you fought so much outside the ring during this match? Because of the thumbtacks in the ring, or this was already planned? Uh, no, we were supposed to do most of it in the ring, but we did not, almost none of it in the ring because of the thumbtacks. I loved your gear in this era, in the post-ECW era, with like the split pant legs. It looks so yeah, awesome. Yeah, most of them are always glittery and stuff. I, I like that. One, two, oh. He's gonna roll back out of the ring, I think. He's like, fuck these thumbtacks. <laughs> he keeps leaving them. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, a believable punch? Who would I ever guess? Guys these days, they're unbelievable punches. Fell over. I, had, I just had a match with Necro Butcher, and uh, speaking of throwing punches, that guy can throw some fucking punches. Like a cool butcher? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, how, how much of the, you know, without trying to break too much of Gabe everywhere, like, how much of this stuff was talked about beforehand? Uh, with me and him, very yeah, little. Very little? Like, he's giving me a power driver from the top rope onto this chair. That was not called. Yeah, but, uh, I trusted him, but uh, I was a little bit saying like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> For sure. 
so was there was there ever a time because you guys wrestle a lot was there ever a time where you were like um you know not totally down with what he was going for um, just kind of went with it yeah there you know sometimes you know not everybody has their uh, best high spots or, or right. has a high spot that you want to do but you do it to, out of respect for them because they asked for it of course but yeah there's been a few times but and then after i did it uh i end up glad and i was glad i did it the way yeah, wanted. for sure for sure but like in my uh, a lot of times I would say, fuck, I hope I don't have to wrestle this son of this old guy or this big guy because I can't do my shit. And then I, right. go, I try to get any way I can out of it. But then after I do it, I'm usually happy with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, th that's what I think was so um, cool for me as a fan to see was, you know, the way you and RVD worked every different style of a person, you know, because, you know, what I was used to uh, at that point. Oh, shit. Oh. Hold it off. What I was used to up to that point was like, you know, big guys working big guys. You know, it wasn't like, you know, somebody that was, uh, you know, a decent build wrestler wrestling like super heavyweights and shit like that. Dirty Ron, your number one fan wants you, uh, XPW to bring back the blue canvas. What do you think of that? The what? The blue panda? The, the blue canvas. The map. Oh. Bring yeah. it back to where? I guess she's saying that they don't, or she's saying that they don't. Use that in uh, in the ring anymore. And oh, they use a black canvas. Right? Oh, is that right? Oh, I think they just use a black canvas. Oh, is that so you can't see how many blood stains? Yeah, are? this thing is um, a huge uh, uh, sign, XBW sign, uh, uh, like not Roman numerals, but big old. And it comes crashing down. Oh shit! None of that was called. Why well, I, I would imagine. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> I, think it, I think it broke right my now. arm. I think it fell down and broke my wrist or something. I can't remember. Oh, shit. Remember, I was hurting, but I can't quite remember. I think it was my wrist. <laughs> it looks like he got buried in it. Oh, my God. And, that's uh, awesome. and the other part of the stage set up, there's uh, about four or five computers, like old ass house computers. Okay. And uh, he beat the shit out of those, too. <laughs> What are you saying, during the match or post? Yeah, okay, the okay. Well, I think we end up back to the ring to do the finish, but all this was supposed to was not supposed to happen, and we were supposed to stay in the ring or close to the ring. Right, right, right. <laughs> you threw me on top of something, right? I, uh, I I love how there's like yeah there's computers up rules. here. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was before. Well, right around when the, I guess the internet was out. It wasn't before the internet. Before I had the internet. Two thousand when chat rooms were still filled with pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> Where was the the Olympic? Uh, Olympic, yeah. Yeah, in, in LA. LA. Yeah. Olympic auditorium. And we did good. This was our best house. I don't know. I, I don't know about now, but best house back then. Oh yeah, you know, with with the way that those are the computers up here, oh, right shit. there. See that? Oh. The computer, the old ass computer there, made yeah. out of a stone tablet. Dave, I'm just he, you say, "Where's the chisel? I want to send an email." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rob Black was going crazy here. I bet. So how, how true was it? They were just taping porns in the backstage in a lot of places? Or was no, that like at the training center? Okay. See, that's what, that's what I thought. The way that you hear stories are like, oh, they were taping gangbangs at the back of shows. Like, I don't know. 
It doesn't and, sound and very And it wasn't clean. that much fun either. When you watch them, it's pretty gross. I would imagine. <laughs> like, like, you know, because I've been on set before. You know, I, hurry I, up I, and wait. I did a scene. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said Homeless Jimmy was out there doing yeah, that. Yeah, he did them. Yeah, he, he yeah. liked black girls. Okay. No offense. No, I uh, fucking. <laughs> Homeless Jimmy's Jewish as fuck, so, like, you know, I get, you know, Jewish and black cultures are a lot alike. What was your favorite match with Terry Funk? This no, one? No. Um, Born to be wired? Probably that Born to be wired. Really? At the time, no, but it keeps getting beat. Uh, it it's legendary. Yeah, it's still living. So, okay, so tell me tell me how much of a shoot this was, because hearing the story when I heard it, I was like, this is for real. But then now that I'm older and I was like, oh, Paul pumped in like fucking crowd yeah, noise on TV. I got a broken wrist here. Oh, shit. I broke my wrist from that fucking shit. I'm sorry, what? No? Um, what was I just saying? Crowd noise pumped in? Oh. Uh, the work with Ra, the, um, I don't know where I, I lost so you, it. You were talking about the, the Born to what? Be Wired match. You said that, um, you know, Born watch what? now, now oh, being a part of the business, that you watch it Dude, and. It was like, they, that Paul was like, we're done doing barbed wire matches that though. We will not do ECW, like, that shut it down. It was so, so gruesome and crazy that like I, there wasn't I don't think anymore. he well I missed that what was I doing um I don't think it was that bad and he was just saying that to make it sound worse than it was yeah for sure for sure I mean like yeah it was so hard to fucking on tape trading I think WWE might have put it out right after ECW shut down on like a best of ECW why not tape why wouldn't they <laughs> for sure Dirty Ron's number one fan said Cronus did a video with Nicole Bass is, it, is that true Cronus and Nicole Bass. Cronus and Nicole Bass. Did they do? Um, I think so. I think they did a, a movie, or they were in a movie. It's called Scenes. I think they each did a scene. I don't know with each other, but uh, I think they're in the same movie. Oh, Brandon. Edna Woodward. Did you see us Bobo Masada? We fucking blew himself or we set, cut himself on yeah, fire? Yeah. That was the gnarliest shit yeah, I've ever seen live. Everybody go like this when they start with the content fire. Right. It just makes it worse. Yeah, but just putting more oxygen in there. It was insane. I, I just talked to him today about some of these theater brutality shows. And I was like, I'm amazed that he was wrestling a month later. What, what has happened? He blew himself up. fire at me. I, oh, fireball. <laughs> The he most blew, missed spot in the history of wrestling. <laughs> he blew fire at me. I got One, you. two, three. Was that it? Three? Yep, got three him. That was it. Yeah. Got him a good payoff for this match, too. This was his biggest uh, independent payoff. From what I've heard, Rob always takes care of people. You know, I think no, he's got no. a bad rap. No. No? Well... <laughs> he's got kids now. I guess he, cha he changed. Okay, I won't kill him. But uh, he, he still owes me seventeen hundred bucks if I let it go. From what? From back well, here? Uh, or I can tell you where he's gonna be at. <laughs> you know, I had to beat him up to get him because he ain't giving it to me. He's Jewish too, ain't he? I'd, probably, <laughs> probably. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I'm, I'm Jewish. <laughs> Jewish. You know, what would a guy like Terry Funk look like today? A lot of lawsuits for fucking running through the crowd, hit people, shit. 
still alive. What are you talking about? No, like, like if he wrestled, if he wrestled today. I talked to him a couple weeks ago. Yeah, how's he doing? Not that good, but uh, he's alive. Oh yeah. Well, well, why don't you just bang your ass up a little bit? You heard me. That's it. Yeah, bang that your funny. ass up. You're not dealing with an ordinary flunky. You're dealing with a funk. I've been in this damn profession for 35 years and I've never backed down from anybody and I don't have any intention of backing down from some damn stupid idiot moron bastard with a damn camera not talking about Sabu just who <laughs> just to clear it up Sounds like somebody else I know. That's what Sabu did not do. He didn't want it in the ring. No, of course not. You think that I don't remember? Galatee Funk. He completely the most physical and brutal. He's one of those guys you can listen to talk to, listen to talking to about his match for hours. Was in a barbed wire match against Sabu, and we both had to be cut out of the barbed wire. What are you doing? Notes or a script? Do you think I don't respect him for his athletic abilities in a four-cornered ring with ropes on it while staying within the ring? He's the best in the world. But no, he wants to go beyond that. And not just hardcore. He wants to go to super hardcore to out of the arena. Out of the building, out of the state, God only knows where he wants to go. But let's put this son of a in barbed wire, not just around the ring ropes. Let's go with a 10 foot wall around each side of the ring. Somebody took the time to like bleep this out. In the ring. <laughs> Pile any you want in that ring, Sabu. Any kind of. Oh, really? Oh, this is because it's on the TV show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So even if you didn't swear, I'd put a beep in there. Oh, okay. To sell it. Yeah, that's what's up. Of the no fan zone with a barbed wire wall on each side. And let's just go till one guy says, I quit. It's fun. It's fun. Especially when you're editing something that you enjoy. I know you won't say I quit. So this is setting up and a you second know that match. I won't say I quit. I think he is. So he wants another payoff with this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a beautiful part. It's a beautiful part. Always set up the next one. Always set up the comeback. That's what it does. That was a great promo. Yeah, his promos are all great. Just about. Oh, absolutely. So did you? Yeah, he was talking about like a. a barbed wire cage match was that something ever discussed yeah, but, uh, after that uh, Rob Black had enough of both of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah I didn't get paid 
for I think the next match out there I didn't get paid for and uh, he, yeah the next match I didn't get paid for and he wanted me to do a job for him and uh, I wouldn't do it I had him beat my, my uh, Josh Lazy I had him beat him to get the belt off me that was the same time Messiah was fucking his wife and, and uh, cutting thumbs off and stuff bad news are we bad up? news one more match like, don't fuck with a guy's wife yeah Valuable, valuable match. Just to tie it all together, we have one more match: Sabu versus Matt Bourne, aka Doink the Clown. I'm gonna ICP. Oh, you want to see yeah, ICP? Yeah, whatever the ICP match. Sure, yeah, we can. Yeah. All right, so I got Sabu versus Shaggy, but he's under a hood, and we got a match with Sabu teaming with ICP. I think. Uh, do that one, uh, Shaggy. The Shaggy under a mask. Okay, let's do that. This is for. PCW in Texas, right? Boy, sure PCW, out of Arlington, Texas. Great place to I love it. So, how did this all get set up that that you were going to wrestle Shaggy at this event? What's that? How did this get set up? You versus Shaggy and him wrestling under this mask. We were in Dallas. I was with the clowns in Dallas. They're making an album and getting ready to go on a tour thing. They wanted me to go with them. So I hung out for a couple weeks in Dallas with them. And then they said, um, why don't you try to get on this show here called PCW? I said, I'm not going to do that. So they called and said, hey, uh, we got Sabu here. And they said, uh, the real Sabu? And they said, yeah, this is bringing it in. <laughs> were there out, people out there fake Sabuing? Was there fake uh, Sabus? No, but they probably thought he was going to get motion. Right, right, right. Because you're like, oh, Sabu's here for real? Like the real one? So when you were on stage with ICB throwing the Fago and jumping in the crowd, that was during this tour? Around here or different? Um, it was around here. This wasn't a tour. They were getting ready for a tour, but they were cutting an album in, in Dallas. And why were you in Dallas? <laughs> they wanted me to, I was their dancing monkey. They wanted me to hang out with them. Gotcha. Hey, whatever Brandon works, Woodward right? says he was at this match. Very cool. So both the clowns, were fans, but they actually got trained, right? They they trained a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, they got trained. In Detroit. Yeah. By who? Do you know by I who? I think Malcolm Monroe. Oh yeah, yeah. I just hit up. I was just talking to DBA today. Try to get him involved in that uh, that show on the third. What oh, year is this? 3rd. This has got to be what? Two thousand three, two thousand four, I'd imagine. Maybe Brandon knows. Brandon was there. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, um, this was my first match in PCW. I ended up working for him for about five years after this. This is down in Dallas, Texas. Uh, Arlington. He said late okay. 2002, he thinks. Yeah, that sounds about right. They were good people. This was my first time there. But I, like I said, I was there uh, for a few years after. Every month. So, wait, what, what do you think of uh, the, the, the clown's uh, wrestling ability? Good. Uh, Solid? No. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's better than of the two, but he's still, you know, you know still right. He knows that. <laughs> All right, so he's that, like the walking dead. I should have I should have waited to ask that question until 30 <laughs> seconds later. Because he didn't look horrible until that. Let me, okay, so let me ask you this about like, like one of my favorite matches is the 30 minute that you went with um, Tuco Scorpio, right? How much of that match was called? Oh, there's a lot called. It Just ideas? 
Or like like structure the whole thing. No, no. We say, hey, I got a spot here. Hey, okay. I got a spot here. And then uh, we didn't have it in no Pacific order. They say, hey, let's do that. The DDT spot, and then that would lead off into a spot. It, those are the matches that I love the best. The ones where you have okay, here's a couple ideas. Well, I, I don't like planning a long thing, a long boom, 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 boom. I like saying one move here, two moves there, yeah. one move here, two moves here. You know, one and one or two moves at a time. So people can register without a doubt. That's why I don't like the Van Dam and Jerry Lynn's matches. They do too much flapping around, and they only do that with each other because no one else wants to do that shit. Right. Now those are good matches, just that not good for me to be in it because I don't like doing that. <laughs> hey, hey, he got there. He, he got there. Unconventional, but he got there. This was in a theater, an uh, old movie theater in the mall, and I met um, Carrie Von Eric's Eric's daughter, and I met Brandon at this place. Uh, my friend Brandon Woodward on there, Brandon and Donna. I met them at this place. He's in the chat right now. He was saying that he was he was there. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I met him at the back door. I let him in, and I let <laughs> Carrie Von Eric's daughter in, Lacey Von Eric, when she was like 13, and uh, then I met her later on, and she was hot. Picture perfect. I think she liked me. Oh, yeah. She said, I like you. <laughs> but she was, she was beautiful. Sabu, whose idea was it to put the hatchet man on your pants? Was it your idea or their idea? Uh, it was kind of my idea, I guess. Uh, I guess so, yeah. It was my idea. Because, you know, they, they had a good following. I tried to steal some of them. Right, right. And they really love and respect wrestling, though. You got to give it up for ICP that. ICP? Yeah, ICP. Yeah, they do. They don't respect wrestling, but they love it. Okay, I, I feel you on that. They make a joke out of it. It's called championship wrestling for them. Right, right, right. Championship. That's not respect. But what well, it's, they make money? Yeah. I'm getting tired of wrestling with him now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Wrap it up. Oh. So that table would be great to have at that weed festival. Didn't <laughs> I at the weed festival? I wrestled like a sheriff or something. The cop, yeah, yeah, Randy Order. Randy Order? Yeah, yeah. Well, because, uh, yeah. We gave him a tag team partner, Chip Law, Law and Order. Right? I had the best match with him, but that guy quit doing that gimmick because he was like, I want to be wrestling Matt. I'm like, I go, I go, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. I go, you're the cop. You get, you get eat your book now because you're the cop. All over the place, these motherfuckers selling merchandise. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to change to be a, a serious wrestler. Call me Wrestling Matt. I go, all right, well, I'm not booking you anymore. And he does the gimmick, but like, it's, it's just so silly. Two and oh. Shaggy yeah, kicking out. Or whatever he's called. What was he called? Like Corporal Nutsack or some shit? Yeah, they all just call themselves in this match. Sounds right. Something along this way. Sure, he had some military name because he got, you know, camouflage on. Boom! Oh, he kicked out of that, too. Cam Clutch for the win. I hang on. I do. Was that Fonzie or just uh, another Fonzie? Uh, 
one of the singers would be Christ if you stooge. Oh, shit out the middle oh. row. <laughs> that was wild. Hey, that was way up. He made time. chicken salad out of possible chicken shit right there. Was that three? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, that's... Oh, that was almost... Uh, yeah, that was wild. That triple jump up was wild. How'd you even pull that off? Yeah. That's just the thing, you know, that makes you feel like wrestling's like, oh. that has a legitimacy to it because, bro, you can fucking broke your neck right there. Damn. That was the worst all I ever did. <laughs> but you walked away from it, so that's all you can ask for. I met Paul London here. I met uh, Murderhawk. Uh, Paul London, what a great dude. Because this is right around when they were all training for Shawn Michaels down there, yeah? Uh, this was a little bit probably before. Okay. There you have it. So, Dirty yeah, Rod, where, where can give people your uh, social media one more time and so everyone knows where they can come see you? At Dirty Dirty Ron on everything. Um, you know, if you ever want to come check out a show, I got a Midwest and East Coast tour coming out this fall. I got a bunch of dates with that. I'll be featured all over at XPW, streamxpw.com. We got Theater Brutality coming to San Diego, Chicagoland, and uh, Detroit coming up this fall. All those dates you can find uh, on all my social media at Dirty Dirty Ron. Hell yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. And sadly, hey, are you related to Gross Ron? What? Are you related to Gross Ron? No, I don't think so. Who's Gross Ron? Or is it just a dirty Iran? Yeah, filthy Iran. Yeah. See, right now, I feel like we're getting close to the end of the episode. I'm looking around for a chair because hopefully I'm not going to get pie faced with a chair. Hopefully not. Not today. <laughs> not today, after. Well, you can follow Sabu on all of his social media, The Real Sabu ECW. Tune in every Tuesday at, uh, what time do we do this? About 8 p.m.? on twitch.tv slash the real sabu ecw you can watch us on the premiere streaming network on thursdays replay of this episode's available thank you everybody so much for tuning in thank you dirty ron thank you sabu and we'll see you next week thank you